0: You are listening to Just One Glass, Episode One The Five Pillars of Alcohol Freedom. Welcome to Just One Glass, a podcast for high achieving, type A millennial moms who want to explore their relationship with alcohol without judgment and without labels. I'm your host, Michelle Kapler. I'm a life coach, a successful entrepreneur multiple times over, a mother, and most importantly, a fellow human. When I took control of my negative patterns with alcohol, my entire life changed for the better, and I wholeheartedly believe that you can find the same freedom in your own life. So whether you're just getting curious about your drinking, or you're ready to dive deep, I've got you. Hi friend, you're here, and I'm so glad. Whether you're listening to this when the episode first comes out and the podcast is still tiny, or you've found me many episodes in and you're just going back, thank you for being here. I'm Michelle Kapler, your host, and I want to tell you a little bit about why you should listen to this. Firstly, if you're here, you're likely to be questioning your relationship with alcohol on some level. And that was me for many years. I don't identify as an alcoholic or an addict. I never thought I had a chemical dependency on alcohol, but yet I also didn't feel like a normal person who could have a normal relationship with drinking. And that's all there was when I was contemplating it. The main cultural narrative is that you're either an alcoholic or you're normal and can drink with no problems. But I knew that I was having problems in my life as a result of my drinking. It was nothing extreme. I wasn't drinking in the morning or doing my job drunk or getting behind the wheel of my car after drinking. I was highly functioning. And from the outside, it looked like I had it all together and was doing very well. At the same time, there were parts of my life that were suffering my health, my marriage, my ability to show up in my life at my full capacity. So I decided to step into a place of figuring it all out. From there, with the help of a therapist, a coach, and a lot of willingness to get honest with myself, I changed everything. In episode two, I'm going to be getting into my own story in depth. But for now, I just want to say I have been where you are, wondering if there's something wrong with me because I can't drink like a normal person. Telling myself that I would have just one glass or have none at all, and then end up having more than I'd planned. Realizing that it had been a long time since I took a night off drinking. Reaching for the wine to take the edge off my anxiety and then waking up the next day with even more anxiety. Many, many nights of poor sleep. Being with my kids all day and counting down the hours until it was time to pour that first glass of wine at 5 p.m the white hot shame when I woke up in the morning not quite being able to remember exactly what I said to my husband the night before, but knowing that it wasn't good. Wondering if I'd done something to embarrass myself the night before at dinner out with friends. Wondering if my kids or my husband noticed how much I really drank, but just not knowing how to change the patterns that I'd established in my life. But I figured it out. And I'm still continuing to figure it out to this Life has this uncanny ability to provide us with plenty of opportunities to explore how we respond to adversity and decide if we like that response. And I find this question to be absolutely fascinating. There is so much beauty and potential here. And this is the work that we're going to do together. So, for today's episode, I want to talk about the five main pillars of freeing yourself from your relationship with alcohol. This is the basic framework that we apply to any of the discussions we have on this topic. Number one, drinking alcohol is not good or bad. The act of putting alcohol in a glass and ingesting it is just that and nothing more. It's not drinking equals bad and sobriety equals good. It has no moral value until we assign a thought or a story to the act of drinking. Number two, your relationship with alcohol says nothing about you as a person. If you think that you've lost control over your drinking, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person or a bad mother or a bad human. Deciding to cut back or to not drink at all also says nothing about you as a person. It doesn't make you a better human. It doesn't make you more worthy. Number three, nothing has gone wrong. If you think your relationship with alcohol is bad, negative, destructive, out of control, or any other number of adjectives and descriptors that we use to beat ourselves up, nothing has gone wrong. You've just created a habit. That's all that's happened. Number four, a person's relationship with alcohol exists on a spectrum, and it can change over a lifetime. The most common narrative is that you're either an alcoholic or you can drink normally. And this is black and white thinking. But I'd like to offer for your consideration that there might be some shades of gray in between. Because most of the human condition exists on a spectrum. Our emotions, our behavior, our relationship to everything else. And it's always changing and evolving. Number five. Discomfort is the currency of change. This is the aspect of things that often causes people to shy away from really getting honest about what's going on. It is deeply uncomfortable. It's painful. And I know it was for me. But I would invite you to consider other times when you've decided to lean into something in your life that was pretty uncomfortable, but resulted in rewards that were so worth it. Giving birth comes to mind, newborn stage, raising kids in general, going for that promotion, working really hard on a project and meeting a deadline. You question everything and discomfort comes at the territory, whether you like it or not. In my life, I would venture to say that anytime I've taken a big leap, have grown in a huge way, accomplished something that took my life to the next level, or explored something that allowed me to get to know myself more deeply, it often came with a fair amount of pain and discomfort. If we show up to the experience of changing our lives, expecting to experience discomfort, it changes the way we move through things. And if you're here with me, you're probably looking to make a change, or at least explore the possibility of what that could look like. So, let's do this. I'll be here every week, and I hope you will too. Until next time, you've got this, my friend.